0: Each day we are presented with new opportunities and there are days where we feel invincible and others that we wish were over. We all have these experiences and there are some people who have found ways to cope with them better than others. Since life is ever changing, we wanna spend time to talk about our personal experiences and ways that we have learned to work through those days when we were feeling down and how to really embrace those days when we are at our best when everything seems to be going right.
1: So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives who never seem to have enough time
0: Able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast.
1: Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community across the United States, owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the hosts of the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our
0: mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them that next step in their plan. If you haven't checked it out, make sure to go look at all of our other great resources. You can find them on our website, such as complimentary race CEs, assessments, videos, articles. I mean, you name it, we've got it all there. You can visit it and see all that at Florida Veterinary Advisors. Uh, And at the same time, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, we need your help. Like we help us rate the show on Apple, Spotify, you don't listen on either of them. I mean, we don't take any, <laughs> we don't take any, uh, uh, any concern or anything with that. But you know, give us at least a rating on Smarter Vet podcast on our Facebook page and follow us. We'd love to, you know, have see you part of our community. This this episode is probably a little different from how we typically go about them. And CJ and I, as we're thinking about this, we're like, Hey, what's on our mind at this present moment? And there's something that really was in front of us at when we're when we're putting this together was that life is this constant changing uh, thing, and we're always in this position where you know we we might like the things that are happening, and there are some days that we might not, and we're always faced with this opportunity, or sometimes we can always look at it as a challenge in our lives of saying, hey, how do we really take this and you know try to enjoy it, or you know let's say we tend to ignore it or push it away. And, you know, there are days that are like absolutely great that we've just, we've found that all the time. Like, I'm, I'm sure you all have had some experience where they're like, they're just, it feels so euphoric. Uh, and CJ, I'm sure you've, you've had these days yourself where it's just like, Hey man, I, I just, I, I can't wait for this day to just like, keep going on. <laughs> it's so awesome right now. Sometimes it's like an hour.
1: When I get starbs in the morning. Starbs. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, that's the new thing, right? Isn't that the cool way to say it now? Yeah. I'm gonna stay hit when my daughter's fourteen, so like I gotta I gotta keep up with the you know. Apparently yeeting was a thing, but now it's no longer a thing, I guess. It was cool like ten minutes ago and now it's not. Yeah. So he used to the, <laughs> yeeting means throwing something. He yeeted it, right? He threw it. Right. So I didn't know that till last couple of years, right? And now it's now it's gone. I don't think they say I don't think it's cool to say that anymore. Soon Webster is gonna go away and it's gonna become
0: urban dictionary. So everything's gonna just be urban dictionary. <laughs> God, no. Well, we we have these you know see to having your your euphoric moments, or let's say we have these days that just seem like you know everything is great, like everything's awesome. It, it becomes so easy to take these days for granted because everything seems to be going your way. It's you seem kind of un, untouchable. Like think about it for a moment. Um, you know who's listening to the Have you had a time where you've experienced any of this lately? I'm I know personally when I look at these days and the opportunities that pop up, I don't want them to end. Like I've had times where I'm sitting in bed right before I go to sleep. And I'm just like, gosh, this has just been an awesome day. And I just want to, I want to embrace it. And I, I want to continue to just keep absorbing it in. And, and it can be very easy if we're not paying attention to those opportunities. Like I've, I've, you know, everything's going your way. Like you're winning, you're something good's happened to you constantly throughout the day. Um, you're
1: having these experiences where it just like, there's nothing going wrong in any capacity. Well, I suppose that sometimes can be big things like you got engaged that day, got married that day, or you had a baby that day, right? There's all these things that come come up in life that are big that you can feel that way. But then I think a lot of people though, Tom, if, if I, you know, if I can be transparent, even myself, like sometimes when things are really good, I don't really notice it, that it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the only times I really notice it is when things are bad. So I think some, you know, a lot of us probably experience that side of it where it's not like, you know, the day is, it was great, but we don't really think about how great the day was, right? We just kind of go, uh, go to bed and not really, you know, like, okay, today was a good day. And I think it's definitely important to recognize when things are great and, and really kind of digest it and reflect on it and kind of absorb when days are great and not just when days are bad. Mm -hmm. That's actually a very valid point because I know. Myself, personally, I spend a lot of time
0: trying to be as present as I can, uh, as present as possible. And it, it can be very easy to get sidetracked because there's always these different things pulling at us and other responsibilities. And uh, I'm actually reading something right now where they talk a lot about like there's that when whenever you're not even talking, there's that voice that's in your head that like constantly is just saying things and you, you can't control it at times like it's very easy for it to like put you all over the place and it, I, I feel like that can be a huge distraction as well because we tend to lose focus of the good things that are in front of us and you know each each day is a new adventure and we have an opportunity to create something new and i know at, at times there's things that like you know I, I think cj you tend to wake up and you're just completely pumped and excited some mornings i don't know if there's something
1: that you've done previously to get yourself juiced up or uh what it is but it's I don't know. Usually garb I'm I'm excited for garbage day because they're taking the car. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, may- maybe that was the day that I didn't put out the garbage and the garbage man came early and I freaked out and jumped out of bed. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like that happened this morning. That's why it's on the top of my mind. Yeah. And, it was like, man, and then whenever I got whenever maybe I was talking to you, it was like right after that. So my adrenaline was high. I, I don't know. I, I think there's uh I think generally though, I'm a I'm a morning person, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people listening are like, "Wow, I wish I was a morning person." Listen, I wish I was a night owl. Okay, no matter what you are, not, it doesn't matter whether you're a night person or whether you're a morning person. Whatever you are, most of the time, you wish you were the opposite, right? Like it's you know, grass is always greener on the other side, kind of thing. I like being a morning person actually. It's something like, do you? Okay, there's just something about
0: it, like especially when you've got a bunch of sleep and you're like, you're you're your sharpest, like you're
1: awake and. Well, see, that's the problem. But see, that's the problem. It's like, you know, you stay up late watching a movie because you can't, because you, you you accidentally started playing it at like, you know, 930, right? And you'd like, you didn't, you didn't really think about it. Like, I've, I've been there, right? I've, I've Like at 930, it felt like 730. So like I play something and then like literally an hour later, I'm falling asleep and it's only halfway through the movie. Right. And then it's like, it's those times where I'm like, man, I wish I was a night owl. Because what happens is... I wake up early in the morning still because my body is like trained to do it. Right. Mm. So like I stayed up late the night before and then I still wake up early and now I'm like sleep deprived the next day. Yeah. Right? And I like feel that's, you on that.
0: That's kind of the, the thing. Since my know? daughter was born, it's, it's changed my, my behavior a little bit because I used to be up at 5am every day and uh, I've shifted that a little bit later because usually the time that I do really get for myself is at nighttime anymore. So I, it, it has, it has adjusted right. a little bit and. You know, going on this whole thing about these really great and euphoric days that are just like, they s- seem amazing. You know, you have the ability to be able to kind of set the stage each day and, and create that adventure for yourself. And, and when you look at like how you're waking up and how you're doing things, like you, you, what is it? The, the law of the universe or whatever they would call it, where you, you so whatever you project out there, it's, it, a lot of times it's what can come back to you. And it it's it's interesting when that thought, like it really does work when you put your mind in that right mindset. Um, And especially as the day isn't going quite as well for you, there's a chance for you to kind of pivot and really be able to really embrace and then be able to take a step
1: back. Taking step backs, generally speaking, like are only going to be possible with cadences, right? Like there's, and there might be some natural cadences in the day. And if there aren't, if you have like a day where you're just like gunning and gunning and gunning and gunning, that's eventually something that causes burnout. Mm hmm. That's like the biz, the big buzzword I think in vet med right now. It's like you know burnout, burnout, burnout. Hear it all over the place. If you don't have a cadence in your in your day, if you don't have a rhythm, then it's just always going to. It, I think I feel like days turn into bad days. Like if it, if a day wasn't bad, the lack of a cadence, the lack of of some sort of break, will create the bad day. Even though it actually wasn't that bad, it feels bad just because you haven't had a time to to breathe. So I think, kind of, kind of going back to what you said, you know, how much sleep you get. Right, mornings can set the tone for the day. You know, it's, I think that's one of the reasons why I became a morning person was because I found that, like, uh, just like when my daughter was born, like what you said, like I, I had the opposite effect. <laughs> I actually started waking up earlier because I had to, like, because I was in college when she was born, mm-hmm. so I had to wake up early to get studying done, and so I get two or three hours in. She'd wake up and then the day was pretty much started, right? And I found that like mornings, you know, waking up a little bit early always kind of helped me create some calm and reflection in the day, get started, get ready, kind of prepare. And so that way I'm not waking up to a panicked calendar to like, oh, I've got 15 minutes where I've got to be there and there and there and there and, you know, kind of create, because that can ruin the day. I I swear, however your morning set the tone for the day can completely ruin it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I, th- I think the biggest part of it too, something I want to throw in there to add to that thought is how much margin you're building in your schedule and giving you some opportunity to, and if some people thrive off of chaos, <laughs> I personally don't, I'm still learning how to adapt to a lot of that. Like there's times that like, I need, I need more of that buffer. And, you know, when you can really set that stage, it can be helpful to make sure that, Hey, like, how do I want this day or this morning to play out more
1: versus letting this morning happen to me? Like, cause like when they say thriving chaos, I'm like, it's like, I don't think... I think very few people that we know thrive in chaos. Mm-hmm. And the people that say that only thrive, because they know exactly what they want. And I think the vast majority of people don't know exactly what they want. But like, when you know exactly what you want, you it's easier to prioritize what's important for you to do, because you know, what's important for you to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Right? So like, if you're, if you're not very good at prioritizing, what you what you want to get done, you're probably not going to thrive in chaos, the people that thrive in chaos, Are the ones that have laser focus on where they're going right like an elon musk right like think of him like does he sleep i'm sure he gets plenty of sleep like i think there was an interview of him pretty recently that i saw where he was talking about how he gets a good amount of sleep like you know he 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 gets decent sleep you know six seven eight hours whatever it was uh a night it's not like he stays like he's got the same amount of hours as any of us have Mm -hmm. right uh now he's an outlier for a lot of the things that he's done but you know right place, right time, whatever you want to call it, there's there's a, there's a level of his thinking that's just very different than ours, right? Absolutely. Since so it's very easy to get caught up in the day-to-day whirlwind
0: and to really lose perspective on the things that are in front of us and the good things that are happening. What we want you to do right now is pause this episode and think about someone that you don't show enough appreciation towards. So since you've got that person in mind, now think about for a moment about all the wonderful things that they do. And what we want you to do is open a text message and send them a message with something specific that you love and appreciate about them. Just send them a message, say, hey, I really appreciate this and be very specific about what it is. So just don't just say thank you for being you, which you could. I mean, that never hurts, but like be very specific about something that you really appreciate about them.
1: So just like there are days that are really awesome, really good, that we want to make sure that we always focus on, we always remember, we always can reflect on that day and appreciate them. We have to recognize that there are days that are just absolutely awful, horrible nightmares. No way, CJ. Is that possible? Oh, you've never experienced that, Tom? <laughs> you've never experienced a nightmare of a day. It's never never had a bad day. Oh man, I've had some of those um, days. I'm like, gosh, is it like five o'clock yet? <laughs> the worst day for me is when I don't get starbs. Just kidding. Yeah, as as, you, as everyone who's listening can probably pick up, CJ has a Starb's addiction. So I don't. I wouldn't call it an addiction. I would call it a consistency. I have a Starb's consistency. Okay. They got they got SA to Starb Starb's Anonymous, right? <laughs> <laughs> I really kind of wonder how many people listen to the weird things about us and like are like, oh my gosh, these guys are such jokers. Anyway, <laughs> maybe you know. I think like those days that you didn't get the job that you wanted, right? Or someone in your family. Was diagnosed with something, or like I like I know Tom and I, we got plenty of days. I think over the last year that we could say were pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. Everything from medical things in our families to uh, things that happened in the business. I mean, th- th- there's there's never going to be, you know, all, all all perfect days, right? There's always going to be nightmare days. And what's so interesting about that? It's it's very easy for there's a
0: facade that a lot of times people put up when it comes to like, if it's, you know, if they're having a good or a bad day, because I'm sure a lot of you have actually been out there where they say, you know, how are you doing? And I think it's a very common phrase. People usually just respond with good. And I I, personally, I think that's just, we've all become kind of programmed in a way to where it's just, we we automatically respond because we one probably feel like the other person doesn't care or want to listen as much, or maybe we don't want to talk about what the concerns that are going on. And um, I I will say this, it's, it's very fascinating where, our lives as they have, like our, our businesses, like I'm sure a lot of you have heard that like, you know, we've been making a huge impact in the veterinary community. We've had a lot of struggles and 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 challenges that we've had along the way. And they have felt like, wow, this is everything, this whole entire thing that we're creating is falling underneath us. But what's what's so crazy about it is it's a lot of the times it's temporary. It's not a permanent thing that's going to happen. And, you know, our, our society, we do tend to live in a very positive society or or attempts to be positive and you know the biggest thing that we we can do is that you have a a tremendous opportunity to change your focus your perspective and really be able to say you know can i really turn something out of this bad day is it really a bad day or is it really just this time that i'm experiencing right now is something that is not permanent
1: yeah i think that's that you know that's that's a good thing to throw in there about how you know the the culture that I, i think i think of culture that the culture that you're in the life that you're living right if it's if if there's a bunch of negative people around you, it's gonna be very hard to be positive, right? And and I think that uh, sometimes getting away to reset, because focus and perspective are huge when you're in the midst of negativity or when you're in the midst of just stuff falling apart. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a better way to recalibrate than to get intentional on getting away from what you've got going, no matter what the consequences. Like some people, are, oh, well, I can't I can't get away because of, XYZ, right? I, I I can't go on a vacation because of ABC. I don't like. There's always, always, always going to be a reason why you can't do something. Mm-hmm. But like, but most of the time, I will say the, the consequences to your health are irreversible in many cases. And I've lived that. Once you get, it feels like mid thirties, right? I think right around twenty nine to thirty. I think was like the big. Oh yeah, right. My health does um, catch up right? It, it, like the problems will actually catch up with the things if we, if we don't start thinking positive, if we don't remove the toxic pieces of our life and like, Hey, if your job's toxic, might want to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like that might be something where you, Hmm, how am I going to change this? Right? So like, get away, refocus, find some things that are positive, watch a movie, watch some Gary V watch anybody, somebody like find like Instagram. I mean, there's plenty of positive things out there, right? It's just a matter of going and finding them. Or at least you know searching for them, and then making sure because your mind is very much like your stomach, like whatever you consume mentally is going to be digested mentally, and then what's going to happen is your your body, like you if you eat bad, you're going to feel bad. Mm-hmm. That's just it makes sense if you if you consume mentally negativity you're going to feel negative you're going to feel bad all the time so like getting away creating boundaries Mm -hmm. mission critical i think if if you got somebody in the family that's like really toxic like you might want to start creating boundaries and it gets i mean and i think that right there in many of those cases things get harder before they get better right when you start creating boundaries with certain people in your family like it starts creating a lot of friction, and the relationship starts going really weird. And like, so you kind of have to like stick to your guns, right? But like, it you know, if you find yourself in a constant state of negativity, every day's a bad day. It might be time to reevaluate. Maybe not every day's a bad day, but maybe where you are needs to needs to change, or what you're doing needs to change. And something just to add on the last
0: one, last bit to that is, you know, one thing is that you shouldn't ignore. The negative feelings that you have, like you have to at least validate and understand why you're experiencing them. Because sometimes they could be based on your circumstances, they could be something that's actually going on from experiences that you're having, like there could be a lot of different things. So at least being able to acknowledge, and then being able to because like, you know, our, our society is very good at kind of putting a blanket over things. And it just kind of suffocates it, and it never takes it away, like it's still there. So um, and you know, of course, you know we we've talked before about therapy and some other different things. If you do need someone to help walk through this stuff, it really is helpful. Um, and And something that like you know CJ, well, we've got another couple minutes here as we're talking through this, you know, there's a lot of like times that we can feel stuck. And you know there's been some helpful things that CJ and I want to share with you some tips and tricks and ways that we've been able to just bring ourselves more present again, things that have helped us. And I will say the, you know, the, the one thing that CJ uses all the time, you know, what's the one thing that you use all the time in your high stress when you're feeling very stressed?
1: So if you, if you haven't done therapy or, or any kind like, cause I think if you've done it, you've tried it, it hasn't worked. Keep going, keep looking for somebody, do telemed with somebody that maybe is not in your area. Like don't stop, don't stop. Right. But I, but one, one thing that I learned pretty recently, I think within the last year is in high stress situations, breathe deeply and breathe from the belly. So you're, you're, there's something about the there's something about the lower part of your belly where, when you get oxygen to it, it actually brings down the nerve. It, it like tames the nervous system. And so when you're in high stress situations, taking deep, controlled breaths in the bottom of your stomach actually can can greatly diminish the effects of the stress that you're experiencing That's awesome and like and, and it's kind of funny how you you even Tom you say like don't ignore it like you can't like there's a, a book if you, I, I highly recommend uh, talks about how to manage feelings there's an acronym on how to do that uh, It's by a guy named Mark Brackett It's called Permission to Feel fantastic book there are other books that, that say the same thing. Right. But I think that's that's those types of books, I think, are very helpful. And just kind of understanding, like you you got to just not only feel it, but you got to recognize it and then accept it. Give yourself some grace and then put and then move forward through it, not push through it. That's different. Pushing through it it, is very different than moving forward through it. Right. And so kind of recognizing that, I think, is important.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I have one technique that I learned a while ago through uh, Brendan Burchard, which I thought was really awesome is whenever you're feeling like you're, you're overwhelmed or getting a lot of also just kind of need to refocus yourself is you you find yourself a, a good place to sit. It could be a chair, it could be on the ground, whatever the case is, and you just try to relax your body from your head all the way down to your feet. And then for the next minute, you just breathe the way you would breathe and you just keep release, keep repeating the word release. and You go release, 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 release. And I've tried that multiple times myself and I, I feel like it's really, help me just get my mind refocused. Uh, which has been incredibly helpful. And, you know, something that CJ and I we do all the time too is we, we try to accept where we're at. Um, there's a lot of things that just are outside of our control. And you just got to take a step back and be like, hey, look, I, I, I can't control the circumstance. Actually, there's something I'm reading right now. There's like billions of things that are happening in our lives every day that we have zero control over. So, like, when you really start thinking it in terms of that, it's like, wow, okay, <laughs> good. I, I guess whatever's happening right now, what, what can I control in this circumstance? Um, you know, one thing is we always like to try to give ourselves some grace too.
1: I think that's a big thing we use a lot, CJ. I mean, recognizing that you can't control everything brings a natural progression to giving yourself some grace. Like you, like you can't control everything. So like, don't, you don't have to be super, super woman. You don't have to be Superman. Like you can just give yourself some space. You're doing the best that you can today. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. That's always enough. But I, you know, I I think though, Tom, the one thing I would always, especially when it comes to reflection, the question where I, where I asked myself, what needs to change? Mm-hmm. Not what can I change, but first what needs to change? Yes. Like, and, and then once I identify what needs to change, it's like, okay, well, am I able to control that change? And if the answer to that is no, okay, well then like go back to what needs to change, right? Keep asking the question, what needs to change until you find something that you can control that particular change, right? And sometimes they're easy things. Sometimes they're hard things. Sometimes it's like, Hey, you know what, where I'm at and my job, it's very toxic, right? I need to get out of there. Well, start applying to other places, figure out how to change the environment, right? Oh, um, you know, maybe you're with, you're in a toxic relationship. How is it toxic? Are you contributing to that toxicity? (laughs) Right. That's, that's an important thing to address, right? Because maybe, maybe the toxic, maybe it's, it's kind of funny because there's a, there was a speaker that I saw the other day and they were like, uh. They said something about Bible studies. I think it was, he was talking about Bible studies. He's like, you know, there's always a weird, there's always a weird couple in a Bible study. Yeah. And everyone laughed at it. Right. And then he goes, and if you're don't, and if you are one that doesn't know what I'm talking about, then that means you're the weird couple in the Bible study. Right. (laughs) It's like If you're in a relationship that's toxic, like, like just really recognize, like, what, what do you contribute to that? relationship that's toxic if anything mm-hmm. or you know is it something that you really can't control is it really the other person and then okay well something needs to change what has to change right and maybe it's something small maybe it's something big i don't know what needs to change are you able to control that change and then how do you deal with change cuz some people i find that are very slow recognizing the change and then accepting the fact that you need to make it change slowly is okay doesn't have to change fast. You say, you know, I need to change my career or I need to change my job. And that's a big thing. And you can't really do that fast. That's okay. Take it slow. Apply to one place a day, apply to one place a week, right? You know that something has to change. You know that it eventually will find comfort in that and go as slow or as fast as you need in order to make that change comfortable for you. Because if you don't do well with change and you're going to make a big change, you have to recognize that personally and just be, be able to accept the fact that this is going to take a while, right, and, and whatever that may be. And so whenever the crap hits the fan and things get really – pardon my French, but like when when things get really hard, you're able to stick in it for the long run because you know that it's, that it's a necessary change and it's only a temporary thing that you're experiencing and it eventually will get to the other side of it.
0: So these are all, all tips that you know CJ and I, we use and we think about on a very regular basis. And if there are some tips that you use yourself, please, like we'd love to hear about it. If not, it's fine either way. Make sure to listen back through some of these things we've shared. And at the same time, we need your help to help spread the, this show to be able to get more people listening to it. And the best thing you could do is to go like the SmarterVet podcast Facebook page And if you've enjoyed this episode or any other episodes that we've done, share it with at least three of your friends. Take it, share it. You know, I think if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple, it's very, very easy to be able to share it. Pick a few of them and send it their way. Show them a little bit of love and maybe this episode will help them just as much as it's helped you. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seiko. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Submission number 2022-144960 expires October of 2024.